Yesterday was the one-year anniversary of Pacamama in the Vatican Gardens. One year ago yesterday, the Church and the world witnessed the enthronement of the idol in the Vatican Gardens, presided over by Francis. One year ago, we saw that same idol paraded around Vatican City and placed over the relics of St. Peter in the Mass, put on display in the Basilica and given a place of honor. That was one year ago. Shortly thereafter, Sister Agnes Sasagawa was reported to have experienced another visit from the angel, who first visited her all those years ago in Akita, Japan, and he allegedly came with a warning that things were going to unfold, and that people needed to be ready spiritually. And then 2020 happened. As certainly a 2020 has been the year of Pacamama, on the, other, on the one-year anniversary of the Pacamama event in the Vatican, Francis signed his new encyclical, Fratelli Tutti, on the altar in Assisi, where the relics of St. Francis of Assisi are housed. October 4th is a feast of St. Francis of Assisi, and Francis chooses that day due to it being the namesake of his papal namesake and patron, while the official translations of the document have not been formally released as the time of the production of this video. A Spanish version has emerged, and a listener has sent it to me with a workable English translation. I'm not going to quote it directly due to an official order from the Vatican preventing any publication of the document until the Vatican gives the go-ahead, and I will abide by that rule. But I will report on the document itself so you can see what it's about, complete with its title directly from the approving pens of the stonecutters. Let's get into this today because this is the story that will frame the rest of the year in Francis's Vatican City. But first, I wanted to say thanks to the patrons of this channel whose support keeps these messages coming. Your support is deeply appreciated. If you want to support the work of this channel, especially in these times when Catholic Voices for Truth are quietly being pushed aside and things seem very uncertain, you can do so by clicking that join button below your screen if you're on YouTube, or by joining us on Patreon or Subscribestar. Options in general are in the description box of this podcast episode. Supporting the work of Catholic Voices helps keep these messages coming. So thank you, and again, thank you to our patrons of this channel. Now, on to our story. Pacamama has returned in spirit, in the guise of the third encyclical released by Pope Francis. The first encyclical, Lumen Fide, was a continuation of a document started but never finished under Benedict XVI. The follow-up arriving in 2015 was Laudato Si, and it was truly Francis's first encyclical. Caridia Amazonia was the logical follow-up, released last year after the Amazon Synod, and it was a spiritual sequel to Laudato Si, complete with its call for an integral ecology. Finishing the trifecta of modernism is Fratelli Tutti, and thanks to one listener, I have the Spanish-language version. And as I said a moment ago, the Vatican has issued an order preventing this document from being published until they give the go-ahead, and I'll abide by that. So let's go over the contents of that document today. No direct quotes, though. When it is ready, you can read it at your leisure, and I'll have links to it when that time comes. It is 123 pages long, and no, I won't be providing a recording of it for the channel. That would be too much. Something like that would probably be a six or seven hour video. Fratelli Tutti is an entry into Catholic social teaching. Like Rerum Novarum is published by Leo XIII in the late 19th century, 
Fratelli Tutti has the purpose of expressing Francis's vision for the Church's teaching on economic questions, but framed in the world of 2020. Throughout the document, you see the topic of integral development coming to the front. In Catholic social teaching, integral development dates back to Paul VI, who in 1967 called for a more truly human approach to answering the development question, one that put people first. The expectation most have for Fratelli Tutti is that it is an environment that has an environmental focus. And that is true to some degree, but not nearly to the degree that would meet the expectations of, ex of expectant observers. There are certainly a few references to the environment, but nothing explicit that mentions the, of the, t the term ecology, at least not in the Spanish translation that I have seen that had been quickly translated into English. The official English translation may be different, but I doubt it. Instead, the focus is on sort of a human brotherhood presented in terms akin to those of the human fraternity document that the auxiliary bishops of Kazakhstan then spent several months responding to publicly after he approached Francis for a formal correction. The in-person response he received did not match the written statements released later, as is expected, unfortunately. Fratelli Tutti is filled with the language of the universal that would make the popes of prior eras head spin. One passage from paragraph 122 sums up the sentiment of this encyclical. There we see Francis calling for a form of development that ensures a universal development geared towards universal outcomes. This can be done at the expense of the perceived strength and dignity of enterprise or markets. It quotes Laudato Si here, and I'll repeat the quote from footnote 93 because that comes from Laudato Si. And so quoting Laudato Si directly, quote, If we make something our own, it is only to administer it for the good of all. End quote. That is a reference to the use of natural resources. This is the concept of the universal destination of goods, a concept in contemporary Catholic social teaching, meaning post-conciliar, that professes that the goods of creation are destined for humankind as a whole, but also recognizes the individual right to private property. In Fratelli Tutti, we see this repeated, but the emphasis is on the perceived need to have private property take a backseat due to the conditions faced by those addressed in Caridia Amazonia and others. This isn't surprising to anyone who's paid attention to the words of Francis these past seven years. For those interested, you can find a summary of what the Church says on this issue in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, or as I call it, the Catechism of John Paul II, and I call it that in the same manner as the Catechism of Pius X, which is the official name for one of the Church's preconciliar catechisms. And the reference in the Catechism of the Catholic Church is in paragraphs 2401 to 2449. If you want what the Church has to say on this prior to Fratelli Tutti. How is this all connected to Pacamama, you might be asking. Remember what the idol represents. It is a symbol of the connection between humans and the environment, at least to those who held the idol in esteem. Andrea Tornielli, the chief outreach person for the Vatican, said as much last year when the response to the enthronement went viral online, and especially after Pacamama took her rather famous swim. Caridia Amazonia is the document that links Laudato Si and Fratelli Tutti together, and it does so by using the theme of the care for our common home, to borrow the subtitle of Laudato Si, and applying it to the human element as Francis sees it in Caridia Amazonia, and then taking that human element and making it the focus of this encyclical on brotherhood. I'll close this with a reflection on something from the Bible. The story of the Tower of Babel. Monsignor Pope describes the sin of the Tower of Babel being the attempt to reach heaven directly from earth. We can think of this as trying to make heaven on earth. Fratelli Tutti is full of that language, 
grounded in the reality of the present world, but also with clearly an eye towards achieving the dream of the builders of that tower in the generation after, after the deluge. From my early quick reading of the document, the same sort of thinking from the Tower of Babel is present here, and that is, of course, pride. Certainly we can and should do everything in our power to adhere to the corporal works of mercy that our Lord commands us to do. He commands us to do those corporal works of mercy. And as the church has certainly called for throughout all the ages, but those works, the corporal or physical works of mercy, are always tied to the spiritual works of mercy. They are inseparable. And that is what the Auxiliary Bishop of Kazakhstan spent as much time in late 2019 and into 2020 seeking a correction from Francis on. For separating these kinds of works of mercy from one another is a mistake. And this is being done in the name of the same driving factors as it was then. My prediction is that in a month or so, the Auxiliary Bishop of Kazakhstan will release a written response to this document. We shall have to wait and see. Given that it's 2020, wonderful notice. A document as long as this one will take some time for him to go through adequately, so I think it'll take at least a month. Let me know your thoughts on this in the comments, please. I'll have more on this in the coming days, including something on who has endorsed this document unless some major news breaks. But until then, please pray for the Church. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.